youths in politics are not future leaders, but they are current leaders of our generation. We're not only the future, we are also the present. What young people can do for political parties, what political parties can do for young people. Local Leaders for Europe, a podcast from the European Committee of the Regions. Episode 1, Local Leaders for Climate. People are suffering, people are dying. There is no doubt that climate change will define this generation. Young people are making headlines through climate strikes in school and on the streets, but this generation is also making waves at the political level. Local Leaders for Europe, a podcast from the European Committee of the Regions. For this reason, 30 young European politicians with a political mandate at the local and regional levels in their countries were invited to Brussels by the European Committee of the Regions. The COR acts as the voice of cities and regions in Europe. All aged under 40 and coming from different political parties, the Young Elected Politicians, or YEPs for short, met early in December this year to discuss climate change. The aim of the meeting was to discuss solutions that work, to propose recommendations and to identify the most urgent problems. My city is in the south of Europe, in the Mediterranean area. We are suffering of very high temperatures, which are more and more frequent, but as well of big, of very um, sudden rains and very heavy rain that lead to too much water and fluids and so on, which are uh, problematic. That was Albo Gorda, a Spanish YEP and member of the European Alliance Group. Alba participated in the YEP programme together with Martina Grech, who is a 19 years old and a local councillor from Kwame in Malta and a member of the Party of European Socialists. It's not just probably my town, but the whole of other towns as well in Malta. Although we're trying to introduce uh, this recycling ideology, it has been not followed by everyone. Maybe some don't know about it, hence why I'm trying to focus on educating the people. But there are still people that know about the situation, but unfortunately they do not follow the guidelines we're trying to push forward. And this can obviously diminish the whole process of it all. Miroslav Behul from Slovakia and a member of the European People's Party made the following point. Some environmental problem was uh, the pollution from the raffinery, which is uh, not directly in our municipality, but is very close. And uh, the citizens were complaining about uh, the pollution, about also the noise. All three politicians are keenly aware that cities are drivers of growth, jobs and innovation, but also the biggest polluters, producing 70% of the world's greenhouse emissions. Housing, transport, urban mobility, economic development, waste, spatial planning and land use all contribute to greenhouse gases. Local and regional authorities are responsible for managing cities and therefore bear a huge responsibility for climate change. Cities are at the forefront of climate change impacts, but are also providing many of the solutions. Most scientists agree that if global warming proceeds at the current pace, world temperatures are expected to rise 3% by the end of the century and extreme weather conditions will become the norm and create unmanageable situations. The European Committee of the Regions is committed to playing its role in combating climate change. Karl-Heinz Lamberts, President of the Committee of the Regions. Time is running out and each of us has a duty to act on climate change. The green transition starts locally, which is why the European Committee of the Regions will continue to push for more ambition. As the home of all regions and cities in the EU, 
our committee will continue to be a space to accelerate climate action. To become a space for accelerated climate action is the ultimate objective and ambition of the COR and also the reason for organising the YEPS for Climate event. During the day, the young elected politicians were involved in three participatory workshops. So we're going to get going. Uh, welcome to this part of the day. The first workshop was dedicated to renewable energy and prosumers. This was led by Benedetta Brigenti, a socialist member of the COR and member of a municipal council in the province of Modena in Italy. But what are prosumers? The active role of the citizen that must uh, became at the center of the topic of the renewable energy, so transform themselves from consumers to prosumers, becoming small producers. What issues came up during the workshop? During uh, the workshop, uh, they uh, try to analyze all the problem that they have with the technician inside their municipality, with the, the citizen, with the market, with the law. What? was the priority issue for the YEPs. Probably for them, the social part of the renewable energy transition is the most important. You can see from them choice. You find always inside the first choice the word social. And this is very important because we don't speak about technology, but we speak about people. And I think that it is the key of the new generation. These workshops are highly interactive and participatory, ending with a vote. These votes will eventually lead to the drafting of recommendations, but more about that later. The second workshop of the day dealt with transport, another major topic according to Jean-Noël Ferfailly, COR member of the Renew Europe political group and a member of a local council in northern France. Transport is 25% of the emissions and it's a main sector where we are not making progress to reduce these emissions. During his exchanges with the YEPs, Jean-Noël Verfailly was surprised by some of their reactions. What was really interesting for me is that they are not thinking about replace cars but more using cars differently. In most of the European countries, public transport are not very efficient. So individual car is still maybe the only efficient way of uh, moving. So they are more trying to, to improve these systems about carpooling, car sharing. I do believe that the problem is like financial perspective. The topic of the third workshop was energy efficiency and the circular economy. The circular economy is an ideal production system aimed at eliminating waste and fostering an ongoing recycling process within an economy. Andries Grifoy, a member of the COR's European Alliance Group and the Belgium Senate, gave some advice. My advice is always that the kilowatt hour, which are not using is the most greenest one but it's also the most cheapest one first of all they have to give the good example for example you can change all your street lights to led lights not so a big investment and if you don't have the cash for that sometimes there are also possibilities that you can do it with services and so that private companies are investing in your street lights for example let them pay them back with the energy saving energy performance contracts so on a local level my advice is there are a lot of things to do but just do it discuss it also with your stakeholders and give the good example to your uh, own people so we start for, um, from a very easy concept. Uh, we need uh, to start from uh, 
education, information and control. Other members of the COR also came to support and motivate the YEPs. Tisha Selbstpra is COR member of the European Conservative and Reformist Group and a member of the Executive Council in the province of Drenthe in the Netherlands. Be strong and go straight. It's also endurance. You have to go on to have go on. Sometimes it's very hard because of the resistance, but when you believe you are working on a good case, just be strong and, and hold strong. After three intense workshops, loads of advice, exchanges and networking activities, the day came to an end and concrete recommendations were made. But for what purpose? Local Leaders for Europe, a podcast from the European Committee of the Regions. The UN Climate Conference is the most important worldwide body addressing climate change. The Conference of the Parties in Paris in 2015 really made headlines. Je n'entends pas d'objection. L'accord de Paris pour le climat est accepté. COP25 takes place in Madrid between the 2nd and 13th of December 2019. Stakeholders negotiate more ambitious plans to put a break on the global warming down to 1.5 degrees centigrade, which is in line with the Paris Agreement. The slogan of the conference is Time for Action. The work of the YEPs is being presented during COP25 by Marku Markula from Finland, member of the EPP group and first vice president of the COR. They have prepared a special statements by themselves, what they would like to see in, in Madrid to be achieved. And this is a message that I can bring there and then take out from Madrid to the Committee of the Regions. Take the young people have an, having an active role in your own city or region. And I think this is the very good progress that we can now make uh, to happen in Madrid and thanks to the young people. The eight recommendations made by the YEPs were also presented to the European Commission Executive Vice President Timmermans and COR President Lamberts during the last COR plenary. Henrik Wikstrom from Renew Europe Group is chair of the municipal board in Inku in Finland and explains to us what the first recommendation is all about. We need to see like economic structural changes. We want to see like the green economical structure support a good life for all cities and in all parts of Europe from a ecological, social and equal perspective. For example, we know that there are regions and territories in Europe where you need to use the car. There are like no train on islands for for example, so that's an obvious thing that we need to check on this. But still, you know, there are many parts where we could use much more train, we could use much more buses, but we need to also change the economical structure so that we support people to use, for example, local transport instead of the private car. However, Eleonora Paolelli, the mayor of Bodio Lomnago in Italy, from the ECR group, points to another issue. The problem is too much uh, bureaucracy and uh, unsatisfactory regulation. We need to use uh, the potential of renewable energy. Andris Grifoy is a passionate advocate of the circular economy. We have to enforce and, and promote also economic structural changes, but certainly when we talk about, for example, the massive building renovation plan, because we have to go to zero emission buildings. This is important for the local people because they are living in the houses. It's also important for the local government because they use buildings for that. And it's also good because you have then your local pollution, which you can avoid. And it gives you a lot of investments. So it's good for your economy. The only thing, and that's uh, very good what they have in their recommendations, that 
how we have to know to structure it. For that reason, we ask also a certain support from the Green Deal programme. Climate change, the energy transition and Europe's carbon neutrality are also a top priority for the new president of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen. This is a very special day. This morning, the College of Commissioners agreed on the European Green Deal. The Green Deal is her flagship policy for reaching climate neutrality by 2050. The COR called on the EU to keep global warming below 1.5 degrees centigrade by setting out an ambitious legislative and financial package that supports all regions and cities in delivering transitions, putting sustainability at the heart of all policymaking. The resolution adopted in Brussels shortly before the European Commission unveils its plan for the Green Deal calls on the EU to enshrine in law a commitment to carbon neutrality by 2050, upgrading its energy, climate and environmental objectives and offering sufficient funding to support regions and cities. There is no doubt that the YEPs will take part in this fight. If you are interested in the recommendations from the YEPs on climate change and other materials related to this initiative, please visit the website www.cor.europa.eu. You can find this podcast online on the website of the COR and on streaming platforms. This podcast was produced by Bull Media.